0: The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash SportsMed to learn more.
1: Welcome back, everyone, to another week of the PA High School Football Report podcast. I'm Nebby Sides here with my co-host and sports editor, Brian Linder. Brian, how you doing this week, man?
2: Man, Nebby, I'm multitasking. I'm trying to get my TV to turn off so it do not blow up our podcast right now. And uh, But I'm having a good week, man. It's hot outside. You know, I don't go outside. I stay in, I stay in the cave down here in my basement. Um, mm-hmm. You know, stay away from all that heat and nonsense and stuff like that. But uh, a lot of football stuff going on, a lot of football news. Right, you know, um, we've had a lot of stuff happen around. Had some big matchups at Chambersburg, uh, that that Peach Bowl uh, showcase in Chambersburg. Man, Harrisburg is going to play a uh, big team out of Maryland with a couple D one guys and Devitt and Mo on that car. Steel High is going to play right. uh, a big game in that, that. That thing's looking good, man. Absolutely.
1: I talked to Athletic Director Ron Corsi about it a few days ago. I think Harrisburg has Saint Vincent Palloti, if I'm not mistaken, out there of Maryland. Go. But um yeah, that that's definitely a big matchup for them in week one. Really really big prep school out of Maryland, but we got a lot of good news going on in central Pennsylvania. We're here to cover it as always.
2: You know, I'm from South Carolina, so I, I wasn't I, I knew it was Saint Vincent Ploy, but I wasn't gonna attempt the uh pronunciation because South Carolina, all our schools are like named, you know, it's like Whale Branch and Somerville right. and and named after Forts and stuff. So it, it's not like up here, man. It's different, man. So Yeah. You know but, I'll butcher. You know I'll butcher a pronunciation.
1: <laughs> I was I was torn between
2: Pilates and Piloti, but I'm gonna go with Piloti. Um Well, n- if, <laughs> if, if Nebby got it wrong and Nebby got it wrong, hey Nebby got a, <laughs> Nebby got a uh, Pennsylvania one wrong one time. He's from Pennsylvania, so I don't feel so bad. <laughs> yeah,
1: man, I don't know it all. But on the subject of football, man, we actually have a very big guest for everyone this week. Tuned in. Um, he's actually a former Big Ten. Uh, Medal of Honor Award recipient for the year 2022, Nittany All-Star standout John Harrow on here on the podcast with us. John, how you doing, man?
0: I'm great. I appreciate you guys having having me on. Brian, I was here in South Carolina. I'm headed down to Myrtle
2: Beach. You gotta give ah. me some spots. Oh, man. Well, I'll, I'll tell you, uh, Rodney Scott, down that way, you need to look up Rodney Scott if you like good barbecue. Okay. Rodney Scott? You- He's world renowned, Rodney Scott. Uh, like he's been on HBO and stuff, man. He's got an amazing. I think maybe Conway, Merle Beach He's got an amazing barbecue spot, like world renowned, man. Uh, um, I'll
0: be there. I appreciate that. Yeah, I need some spots to go to. My
2: my spot. My spot. I love Charleston. See, I lived about forty minutes out of Charleston, and as far as like just the restaurant scene, um, good local craft brewery scene. Um, it's it's Charleston's a nice city, man. Um, but Myrtle Beach is is awesome too, man. So you'll have fun down there. Like I said, you want good barbecue, man, some good South Carolina barbecue, you go to Rodney Scott's. So,
0: oh, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll have it it. I'll be, get back to you.
2: It should be worth <laughs> a little – it should be within a little bit of a driving distance right there. It shouldn't be oh, far. Sounds so, good. I'll try it out. That's <laughs> yeah. John. Nebby said big. Guys, you you don't know. You're saying, why do they got a Penn State basketball player on the PA High School Football Report podcast? Well." He is big. He's six six nine, two forty. John, what what are you weighing in at right now?
0: Yeah, give or take. That's a good. That's a good estimate.
2: <laughs> John is. Uh, he just had a uh, rookie. Rookie went to rookie camp with the Eagles, trying to make the. Uh, it's not so unusual these days. You know, it really kind of started back, probably before your time. Antonio Gates, you guys probably know the name. Though. I mean, he's a Hall of Famer for the Chargers. Was a college basketball player who made the transition to tight end and NFL and and then Jimmy Graham. And so we're starting to see that more and more and more. And that's something you're trying to do, man. Uh I know Nebby talked to you, Bishop McDowell, we're gonna talk about a little bit of what you talked with them about, but let's just start there, man. How did how did you just get hooked up where you go from college basketball player to trying to trying to get into the league, man?
0: Yeah, I actually think there was like six or seven uh College basketball players that tried out at tight end this year. I uh, connected with a dude from Arkansas basketball, who he had a tryout with the Cardinals, and we were just talking like playbook and stuff like that, trying to help each other. But uh, the Eagles have has a guy over there, huge Penn Stater, and he uh, just do Penn State sports and kind of said, hey, we got a spot open at rookie minicamp. They drafted to the tight end out of SMU. He's a great guy. I got to meet him. He's helped me out. And uh, I did the rookie minicamp with him, ran some routes, tried to learn some technique. Uh, really, the craziest thing to me was the playbook. I mean, rookie minicamp was probably three, four days, and I probably spent a whole 24 hours on that playbook. Like, man, I I had to to learn that uh, because you can't really show off what you're going to do if you don't know where you're going. So just that alone was kind of a whole new thing to me. I felt like I was studying for a test. Um, With basketball, it's kind of just film and concepts and you got to think quick on your feet. So, um, no, it was an awesome opportunity, though. Uh, I grew up a, a Birds fan. I remember in state college when they won the Super Bowl, I was out there mosh pitting with everyone uh, in the street. So it was, it was kind of fun. It was uh, kind of fun just to put
2: on an Eagles jersey. And I don't think I stopped smiling for those 72 hours. You know, it's funny, Nebbie, is, and I'm not throwing anybody under the bus. I've covered a lot of guys who actually made it to the league. I've been fortunate uh, doing this 22 years. And, um, so I'm not throwing anybody under the bus here. I'm not going to single out anybody, but I've looked at those NFL playbooks and there's been one or two guys I've covered that made it. And I'm like, how in the heck is that guy learning that playbook? <laughs> yeah. uh, cause I know I couldn't, I'm just putting that out there. Every yeah, yeah. With. I'm like, man, that thing just looks intimidating. Yeah. So, no, so I, yeah.
0: The, the tight ends coach was great. He, uh, he was texting me like, cause he knew I would struggle with it. So, he helped me out and, uh,
2: yeah, that was step one. Uh, that was step one for sure. And I know the rookie mini camp is, is not, you know, all full blast or whatever, but you know, the last time you played football was Strathaven, Right. In High school, yeah. right. Streathaven. That's Streathaven. Streathaven. South Carolina. See, yeah, look, I got you.
1: See, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm just going to start nodding at Nebby when we get to these Pennsylvania. I've been here six years, so. but, um, I mean, when that's the last time you put on pads in high school, obviously you've got great physical traits. And it is a big trend in the NFL now to look for guys like you who are athletic and big and have football backgrounds to try to get them in there and, you know, create these mismatches at tight end and stuff, get them in the league. But when you, when you, the last time you put on pads is in high school and now you're at a rookie mini camp, that's a big step up. And I know you talk about it t- the playbook, but the athletes are just different, right? What was it like out there on the field in terms of looking around and what was that like? Yeah, I I forgot that you got to use your hips to block.
0: You know, it's not just like, uh, I don't know, boxing out or setting a screen where you can kind of just get your hands on someone. And just that alone with that athletic movement of kind of getting your hips to go with your hands was like, that, that hole there was kind of like rewiring my brain. But, yeah, I mean, Jordan Davis, who they drafted, that dude is a freak. I mean, when they told me he ran like a four seven or whatever he ran, like that's ridiculous to think about. So I'm glad I'm not an interior guy. I never got uh, matched up with him during our walkthroughs. But even the, the DNs, I mean, it's a different type of strength, right? I think basketball athletes are mobile, and and football has so many positions, so you really got to, like, specialize in what you do, do that at a high level. But I think basketball athletes are so long, they're so athletic, they can cover distance and stuff like that. But then the football guys, they're just – they want your lunch money too. It's a different mindset. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I could tell that, that guy that guy wanted my lunch money that was lining up across from me, so –
2: yeah, are you ready, my man? And that'd be, I swear I'm going to let you talk, nah, but I'm, <laughs> I'm just firing off. Hey, look, I got my energy drink Dude. in here. I got the Rocks energy drink. you good. This is good Zoa. content. This yeah, is good content. Chugging the Zoas. <laughs> You're two forty, my man. When you go across that middle and, and you know, one of these 6'4", 250-pound 250, 250 linebackers has been lifting weights and eating steaks. And like you said, they're, they're out for your lunch money. You ready for that, my man? What, you know, <laughs> how, how do you prepare for that mentally, too? I don't know. That's
0: a great question. Uh I go outside in the backyard with my mom, maybe, and she just tackles me. I don't know. <laughs> no, but you were talking about steaks. The one thing that was, I tell everyone about Eagles mini camp is the food, man. Five star, yeah. everything. I, I was telling someone, I was like, they didn't, they couldn't even, they wouldn't need to pay me as long as I can show up, practice, work hard. Just, just give me the food. The food was <laughs> so good. It was, it was a. Uh, Five-star chef. Everyone was so nice. The hospitality, the people from the bottom to the top, the culture, the players, the whoever. It was it was a great environment to be in. It's a lot of fun.
1: John, you know, Brian mentions a great point, and he segued into something I was going to get into, which was the transition period, right, and that what that process was like for you. I know when we spoke at Bishop McDevitt High School yesterday during the boys' basketball camp, you said the the playbook was one of the toughest things to rewire your brain and get adjusted back into. Um, sort of walk me through the the process. I mean, you, like Brian mentioned, it's been five, six years since you put on some pads. What kind of like, I mean, obviously you love basketball, right? Um, but was, was football something you wish you could have pursued while at Penn State as well, like sort of being a dual athlete? Um, sort of take us through that.
0: Yeah, Coach Franklin actually hit me up. Uh, probably two years ago now. I was like, hey, man, like, do you want to try to come play football? And uh, I was just so close to the staff at Penn State, and we had that great year. I don't know if you remember, but our nineteen twenty year before COVID, we were in the top 10 in the country. And, like, I was always like, man, there's something special at Penn State. We had great players. So I didn't want to leave that what we had uh, and what we built yeah, I, I just, I don't think at that level the time commitment would be so weird. I know there's a couple. Uh, there was a dude. Uh, I think his name was Mac. He played football and baseball at Penn State, which is kind of fall and spring. But with basketball, it's man, it's all year. Even
2: football, football is all year too. It's so difficult to be a a two sport yeah, athlete yeah. at college level. Mm-hmm. One, so right, right. Yeah, you know so- uh, Go ahead, John.
0: No, that's all I was saying though. I don't think I would have to pick one for sure and stick with
2: it. You know, you 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 got the traits, right? So you got you got something going for you in that first of all, the NFL loves trends in the league. When something works for one team, everybody's looking for it. This move of taking college basketball players, some with previous football backgrounds, big and athletic, trying to turn them into to, to tight ends, you know, is 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 a thing in the league. So you got that going for you, right? Um, and you you got the athleticism, you got the the a lot of the tools, um, but it's still the thing you don't have going for you is obviously you haven't played college football, you haven't played at this level. It's this 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 is a road to try to get into the league, right? Like so, like what what do you think you got to do to make this happen? And what's your mindset as far as like what this journey is going to be like for you? How how much work are you willing to put in? How long are you willing to try to pursue this to to get a shot?
0: Yeah, I mean it's uh. It's definitely been crazy for the past probably two months now. Uh, just kind of get being in great shape and lifting, and not necessarily putting on weight, but feeling more stronger, more athletic, and then uh, obviously learning the footwork uh, for the routes and blocking. And uh, it's kind of just this weird thing because there's always professional basketball overseas, right? And that's uh, lingering around. So I'm just I'm kind of just waiting for the next opportunity. Uh, wherever it comes, I'll be ready for it. And I, but I'd love to play in the NFL. I mean, who wouldn't, right? But uh, I know it would be a, a different path to it, and I would have to start. But, man, I'm willing. I, I always say, uh, I have a saying at Penn State is that I got more to give. So I think I still got left some left in my tank. And wherever I'll be, I'll give my 100%. and. Uh, Still still give more to that program, wherever it might be. Hey, you know what, Brian? John brings up a
1: very good point that I want to segue into after we get back uh, with a word from our sponsor.
0: The UPMC Sports Medicine Experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash sportsmed to learn more.
1: So, Brian, John mentions the thought of, uh, overseas basketball. John, I wanted to ask you, uh, before we went on our break there. Um, is basketball something you still foresee yourself pursuing? Um, if, you know, working and trying out for the Eagles doesn't go in your favor, would you still plan on playing basketballs overseas? I know we speak with, uh, you know, guys like Malik Gantz, who currently plays for the Harlem Globetrotters and travels the, wor- the world. I know he's going to be speaking at that Bishop McDevitt basketball camp as well. Is that something you still want to pursue? Is basketball still at the top of your priority list?
0: Yeah, yeah, man, it's a crazy time right now. I I don't know what the answer is to that. Um, If someone, if a team in the NFL were to call me, I would be right there. So it's a weird time. I just, I'm in shape. Mm -hmm. I'm ready to go wherever. Brian, if you need someone to, you know, mow your lawn or I'm in shape, (laughs) give me a call. I'll be there. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm ready for the next opportunity. You got options. It yeah. is a tough.
2: It is a tough thing because, like you know, I've covered a lot of. I got a, a Monaco jersey over here on my wall from a guy who you know I don't. We, we don't ever ask for anything, and it's unethical for reporters to be. He, actually, he's a guy I used to cover in high school, and he sent it to me one day. I just opened the mailbox, and I got his Monaco jersey. Eric Buckner. Um, he plays over, and I know some guys who play overseas. And and you can do well and make a good living and and have a good life playing overseas, man. So, but the NFL's generational kind of stuff too. So I guess that is a, a tough thing. So like, what have you been doing training wise? Like who you been working out with? And you say you're in shape. You know what have you been doing to stay in shape? And obviously, I guess football is on the front burner right now, right? Training for that, staying in shape. So what have you been doing to get ready for that? Who you been working with? So I
0: uh over COVID when COVID hit, um, I kinda just went all in on like not not being an athletic trainer but learning about that stuff. And uh I feel like I'm back in my COVID ways. Like I have I have all the time in the world just to work on my body and uh I mean you name it. I, I got a weight room in my basement so I can honestly do that stuff with a barbell but really into hills right now i think hills are are helpful and just speed and endurance and strength and all that stuff and then i actually have a gym that i can go to uh not 24 7 but i got a good five hours of it so uh it's a full court basketball gym and i bring guys to play pickup i have a, a workout group that we do um so you name it. I'm I'm trying to do it. I'm doing like obviously the football stuff, football workouts, like keeping the footwork and trying to learn that stuff, catching it, catching the football. Um so yeah. Kinda like it's kinda a crazy time.
2: So if you make it in this league, we haven't seen you play football yet, except for the, the mini camp, you know. What type of player is or are you gonna be, John? You know, as a tight end. What what do you think what I'm do you think? I'm on block.
0: I really do. I want to learn how to block. I think that if I if I had 70 pounds, 70 more pounds that I could, I mean, listen, I'm talking out of you know what, I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. But <laughs> I feel like pass block is pretty similar to shuffling your feet and staying in front of someone. So when we were doing pass blocking, I felt most comfortable. Um, run blocking is a little different, but I, I don't know. I think blocking is something that I could get to know uh more quick. I think route running's a, a an art and I could kind of we used to in high school at Strathaven we we ran the tight end dump pass. Man, I could do that all day. Mm. I can I can run a
2: tight end dump, so you, uh, and, you, and you were I mean you were a really good you were all state player at Strathaven, right? And you didn't you originally commit to army for football? I was, yeah. So I was going to
0: go to Army, which is triple option, obviously. They're not throwing a lot of passes to their, anyone, but especially the tight end. So it was going to be blocking. And that was just kind of like I didn't have an, an opportunity for basketball. So I had to go, you know, do something. My mom was like, you're either living in my basement or you're going to Army. You pick." <laughs>
1: you mentioned you didn't really have an opportunity for basketball. How did that opportunity present itself?
0: Yeah, I, I played 17U three years in a row on the AAU circuit with Under Armour. So I was 15 playing 17U, and man, I, let me tell you, I was getting my butt whooped. Mm-hmm. Now I'm 16, and I was, like, feeling more comfortable. But then when I was actually 17 playing 17U, I think I had a lot of confidence in myself and, and my abilities. So um, I played, and then my the head coach at Penn State at the time was from my area. My high school coach made calls and stuff like that, and it ended up working out. But I committed to Penn State in April, and then I was there, and li- literally a month later, the start of June. So it's kind of crazy transition. I, you guys know the name, uh, Dan Connor?
2: Yeah, Dan Connor, great yeah. linebacker. He's actually up there at Penn State now. I think yeah. he's his sister, right? So right after the Eagles, he
0: went to my high school. he went to Strath Haven, and uh. I actually met up with him, and he uh, helped me out for the day, just learning different things, getting, like, some notes down on how how to block and second-level blocking and all that stuff. So it's kind of cool because growing up at my high school, all everyone talks about is Dan Conner. He was All-State MVP. You were learning from a Nova. Yeah, so that that was definitely cool. Definitely a great opportunity, John. Before
1: we hopped on this podcast here, you told us you were actually somewhere right now. Just got done getting a workout, and tell us tell us where you're at, who you were working out with.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm at uh, Fordham mm-hmm. University in New York right now. My old assistant coach is with. Uh, now, I gotta tell you, I've I've been really lucky to meet the people I met because not a lot of people just come take me and let me work out their team mm-hmm. and you know do what do what I did so. I've been, it's been really cool. I've been really lucky, but I was at Fordham and I'm here until Saturday, just working out with the team, uh, lifting weights, uh, playing pickup, having fun, staying in shape, uh, trying to help out. So
1: The life of an athlete. Yeah, the
0: life of an athlete. It's pretty, pretty crazy.
1: So John, for, for those listening to this podcast and, you know, for athletes on the up and coming central Pennsylvania, because, you know, like I said before, we speak to a lot of the top guys in this on this podcast, a lot of guys who've committed to Penn State. Um, what message or motivational, inspirational message would you leave for these guys in terms of recruitment and, you know, being a student athlete and chasing their dreams, whether it be on the basketball court and football, whatever the case may be?
0: Yeah, I would say it, the most underrated thing I kind of mentioned it at the camp at Bishop McDevitt, but like, I feel like it wasn't until I started setting goals that I really like started to see success. And I bet if you're a freak and if you, uh, it comes naturally, you can succeed, but even up to a point, it's going to catch you. If, if you're not setting goals and working to those goals and thinking about it constantly, I, uh, this year, so last year, um, my real senior year, I was not doing well. I started off really slow. And then I I was like, I listened to this weird podcast, Earl Nightingale. I don't know if you guys know that mm-hmm. name. He's an old self-help dude. And he was just talking about uh, setting goals, like having it on an index card, wherever you go. So I, I, I wrote down 10 rebounds. I want 10 rebounds every game. That's my goal. I texted my brother every morning just so I would see. I wrote it down. I saw it in my locker room and then on my desk at home. And, I, and after that, I averaged 10 rebounds mm-hmm. uh, for that season uh, right after I wrote down that goal. So then I was like, let me carry this over. And then this year, my goal is just to have a double-double, like get a double-double every game. Um, I wrote it down. I thought about it. When shit was hurting and I was sore, I was thinking about it. When I scored zero points and had zero rebounds, I was thinking about it like that's what I could control. Um, and then I, I did end up this year averaging a double-double. So, man, even even like it doesn't matter what your job is. I think you should have goals and think about them, write them down, tell people, like, don't be embarrassed about it. If you want to go Division One, if you looked at me my freshman year of high school and I told you I had a goal of playing Division One basketball, you would probably spit in my face and throw me in a dumpster. Like it, 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 I don't. It, it is what it is. That's your goal. You get, you better fight towards it. You better work for it. You better be able to share it with people. And uh, that's why. I, that's why I, I tell anyone that wants to play division one sports, wants to do well athletically, is man, have a goal. And then once you get that goal, set a new goal. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Keep going. So that's my spiel, though. Thanks for letting me do that. Yeah, yeah no
1: <laughs> doubt. Manifestation is a real thing. We appreciate you for sharing that. Uh,
2: yeah, no doubt. When, you, when sure. you can get in that groove, man, mentally and put yourself in that where you're – when you're building something and you just – like you said, you need self-help stuff and you're in it and you – it's just different, man. It's just yeah. different and special.
0: Yeah, you're in the flow. Mm. You don't yeah.
2: stop. Yeah. So, well, listen, man, you got a unique story, John. Man, uh, I know we've asked you a bunch. Never you got anything else for my guy? John
1: hit the icing on the cake with that little spill there, that motivational message <laughs>
2: <laughs> It got me over here with my pen and pen. John, pack. John, go make the NFL – and then come back on the podcast. We we really have a big audience here. We're probably the only week, weekly uh, high school football podcast mm. in Pennsylvania. Live, we have a big platform. We've had you on Live a lot. Just haven't really talked to you a lot. Nebby mm. and I haven't, because um, we usually we do the high school stuff. But, man, go make the NFL so we can get you back on here and talk about that. Tell some more good stories and stuff like that. And if not, man, go over to monaco or wherever and <laughs> it's beautiful over i see these guys yeah. man that i cover in the league the eric buckners and uh bryce johnson used to play for north carolina i covered him in high school uh he won a national championship in north carolina he's over there playing overseas too and yeah. john dre jefferson another guy and um i see these photos man There's some beautiful stuff over yeah. there too man so if man, football yeah. don't work out it sounds like you'll have options there too so
0: yeah, no, it's, awesome. it's a good story, my man. Yeah, thanks for having me on, guys. Yeah, no doubt. Real quick,
1: John. No, we appreciate real quick, you, John. Before we let you go, drop your Twitter handle and your social media stuff so everyone can give you a follow.
0: Yeah, everything's at uh, just at John Harrah and then my last name spelled H A R R A R. All
1: right, my man. well you be blessed and keep striving? Yeah,
0: appreciate you guys. Right, so- take care. The UPMC sports medicine experts in Central PA are here to help keep you in the game and improve your quality of life, no matter your age or activity level. Visit upmc.com slash centralpasportsmed to learn more.